You're listening to China Africa Talk. Jambo ni Bridget akikuletea kipindi kinachohusiana na China na Africa. Vous écoutez le dialogue sino-africain avec Bridget. Everything China, everything Africa. Olá, você está ouvindo China Africa Talk com Bridget. Sayidati wa sadati, marhaban bikum. Fi al-hawar al-siniyya al-arabi ma'a Bridget. A pleasure to have you listening in on the program. This is China Africa Talk, the program that brings you news and opinions from a Chinese and African perspective. I'm Bridget Mutambirwa coming to you from the Chinese capital in Beijing. Hope you can hear us loud and clear on your favorite podcast or radio frequency. The BRICS group of emerging economies just got bigger. Ethiopia, Egypt, Saudi Arabia, the United Arab Emirates and Iran officially joined the ranks of the BRICS group as new full members on January the 1st. The BRICS group of emerging countries was formed in 2006 by Brazil, Russia, India and China, with South Africa joining in in 2011. It has since become an important platform for cooperation among emerging markets and the developing world. So what does the overall expansion mean to Africa? To what extent can the doubling of its members consolidate the group's status on the global stage? To discuss the BRICS development, I am joined online by Professor Hassan Ragab. He's Dean of the Faculty of Language, Suez Canal University, as well as Professor Wang Duanyong, Associate Professor at Shanghai International Studies University. Professors, welcome to the program. Professor Wang, Ethiopia, Egypt, yeah. Saudi Arabia, the United Arab Emirates and Iran joined the ranks of the BRICS group as new full members on January the 1st. What is your opinion on this development? It's a very, very great news for the, you know, the new concept, Global South. So I guess, but in the past years, we always called the developing countries. So now we have the new concept of the, the global south. So this new expansion of BRICS means it will initiate the truly rise of the global south. But especially, uh, it means especially this very important African countries like Egypt and Ethiopia can. Join a new development club, so I guess it will initiate the uh, we always call the new order of the international political and economy. It's my opinion. Thank you. Thank you for your insights, Professor Wang. Professor Hassan, what would you say are Egypt's successes that have led it into the BRICS? First of all, uh, thank you for your invitation to participate in this meeting with uh, Professor Wang. First of all, I hope uh, Egypt joining the BRICS will bring more business and investment opportunities to Egypt. Secondly, the Egyptian government hopes to revitalize the economy, promote the development process. So I think the BRICS group expansion plan is a major shift of the geopolitical landscape with the BRICS expansion. Two African countries, Egypt and Ethiopia, have joined the BRICS group, which has attracted widespread attention on the African continent. First, Egypt and Ethiopia joining the BRICS will give 
Africa more of a say in global issue. Secondly, in addition to South Africa, from Southern Africa, the BRICS countries now include Ethiopia from the East Africa and Egypt from North Africa, which will represent the interests of Africa more broadly and exclusively. Finally, Egypt and Ethiopia are currently a part of the rapid development of construction and industrialization during the breaks at this time will bring more technology and capital onto two countries and radiate the inter-African content, promoting over the development of Africa. Hmm. Ever wondered what's actually going on in Africa through the perspective of an African? How are things really going between China and Africa? What's the narrative of this relationship? Well, get a perspective with China-Africa Talk. Hear from African diplomats, entrepreneurs, academics, Chinese natives, and more. Get on our wavelength every week to find out what's real with China-Africa Talk. Find us on your favorite podcast. We'll see you there. Professor Wang, the group of emerging countries was formed in 2006 by Brazil, Russia, India and China, with South Africa joining in in 2011. Why the newcomers and how do they influence the dynamics of the group? Okay, so I guess maybe we can say development is the most important dynamics of the group. Please notice, in 26, at that time, breaks for the GDP only occupied, uh, I guess, uh, 10% of the world GDP. Uh, we can see the, the 18 years ago. But uh, last year, breaks five, their GDP occupied about uh, 32% of the world the total GDP. So please notice, uh, just uh, in the past, uh, 18 years, BRICS countries got very dramatically development uh, economy. And please notice, apart from the economy, these countries always get more and more influence in the political affairs and the cultural exchange and other issues in the world. Mm. So it means that now you can say that these countries are a newcomer, but we can call all of these countries in BRICS new emerging power. I guess this is why I just said the BRICS and other initiatives for the developing countries, we can call it the Global South. And why they got the more and more influence, why this new group always attracted the newcomer. I guess maybe these countries always got new model of development. We can say this country always got the very successful model in the development, in economy, and in political affairs. So this is why I said development and success in the development must be the very important dynamic for this expansion for this group. Thank you. Hmm. Professor Hassan, in addition to what 
Professor Wang has just highlighted. What does the overall expansion mean to Africa? I think uh, Egypt and Ethiopia joining the BRICS will bring more business and investment opportunity to two countries. Secondly, the Egyptian government hopes to revitalize the economy, promote the development process, and implement Egypt 2030 vision by depending cooperation with BRICS countries. Finally, the BRICS countries are actively exploring the establishment of the devastated international minority system, which is the pressure on Egypt from U.S. dollar interest will hex. Egypt uh, hope to increase its voice in global affairs, and Egypt hopes to have more financing sources and business partner after joining the BRICS. Egypt hopes to share the opportunities brought by the global development with the BRICS. So I think for Egypt to become an important member of the BRICS, it's needed to implement serious reforms at the political economies and the social leaves. At the political uh, leaves, Egypt can further enhance its national governance system and glorious capacity. At the economic leaves, Egypt can promote the suitable development, attract foreign investment, and increase productivity at the social level. And also Egypt can further maintain social stability as a key country connecting with the Asian and the African countries. Egypt also is expected to become an important member of the BRICS with its comprehensive development in the future. And also, Egypt's geophysical location is very significant as the only country connecting the Asian and the African countries. Egypt has a traditional power for the Arab world, has certain say in the Arab Islamic world. So I think Egypt as a world renewed ancient civilization has had a broad of impact on the world history and the culture. So Egypt participation in the BRICS will inject a new vitality into the development of other countries. Ever wondered what's actually going on in Africa through the perspective of an African? How are things really going between China and Africa? What's the narrative of this relationship? Well, get a perspective with China-Africa Talk. Hear from African diplomats, entrepreneurs, academics, Chinese natives, and more. Get on our wavelength every week to find out what's real with China-Africa Talk. Find us on your favorite podcast. We'll see you there. Professor Wang, what could happen for these African countries that couldn't occur by other means, considering there are several multilateral arrangements like this, the regional groupings in Africa itself and other 
multilateral discussions uh, arrangements? This question is very important and very interesting. But uh, as we know, actually in the past uh, seven years, I mean, the, after the World War, uh, the, the Second War, and actually the international community always provides a very huge and very long-term uh, international aid to the whole Africa continent. But uh, unfortunately, we also witness how this international assistance get the results. So this is why I remember uh, about the, a thousand of years earlier, a very famous young economics in Zambia published a book, Diet Aid. It means in the past, the traditional model of the international aid or international assistance, uh, maybe we can say it uh, was not so successful. The, the point is that uh, we know for uh, for the development of, of the countries, the capital, uh, I mean, the investment always is very, very important for the development. But unfortunately, most of countries in Africa, it's not so easy to attract the international investment. Uh, they are also, it's not so easy to get the funding or get the enough loan from the traditional international uh, organization like uh, the World Bank or the IMF. Actually, the BRICS is the new club of the new uh, emerging powers in the developed countries. And these countries always hold the high growth rates for development. But it means they always, they always wish to get more and more international investment or international funding. Unfortunately, just like I mentioned, mm. many developing countries, even including this emerging power, it's not so easy to get the, the international investment. So we noticed in the past 10 years, China always initiated a multilateral framework to private development uh, assistant collaboration. For example, we know the BRI and the new investment bank or others. So Egypt and Ethiopia, they are also the members of very important economic integration groups like Comosa. I mean, the common market for the state in South Africa, but also Comosa and other regional economic integration organizations always provide, provide the very important assistance to each country. But I guess these this two powers in Africa always is not so easy to get enough funding to support their development. So, you know, but actually, uh, I ever, but Professor Hassan know, I ever worked in the uh, Egypt for three years. During this, this time, I witnessed terrible inflation in Egypt because Egypt is not always uh, not so easy to get the international funding from the international organizations. So I guess the, the this breaks and other the new multilateral organization like the new investment bank, they always can provide very important supplement in the international funding to this the new emerging powers. We know Egypt and and Ethiopia, the big countries in Africa, they also need the more and more investment. They always can hold a not so bad Greece road 
in this Africa. So I guess uh, BRICS and other multilateral organization initiated by China always can provide uh, the very important funding to support their development. And uh, so I trust the ESOP and the Egypt now join the uh, BRICS. They can get the very important support from this, this new organization. So I trust that. and other Africa new emerging power, they can always uh, can get the more and more uh, supporting uh, from the this the new South Global uh, Collaboration uh, Organization. Uh, this is my opinion. Thank you, Professor Hassan. What is Egypt looking to gain from this inclusion? Uh, also, I am uh, I am agree uh, what Professor uh, Wang says about uh, Egypt and Ethiopia. Really, is uh, Egypt and Ethiopia is a big country in Africa, and is a, a good uh, a good friend for China. So I think, uh, yani both Egypt and Ethiopia become uh, a member of uh, of of, of BRICS will. Uh, Bring more business, bring more money, bring more investment opportunities to, to the, the two countries. Because the, the two countries are big uh, countries in Africa and they, and they have some influence in, the, in, the, in the Africa. So I think uh, for two countries, the member of BRICS will bring uh, to them uh, a good future and a good uh, opportunity to increase the development their economy. The world is about to change. Warriors, assassins, fair maidens, court officials, and even emperors and heavenly immortals are nothing but pawns on a giant chessboard. Xu Feng Nian, a playboy of national notoriety and heir to the empire's second most powerful man, finds himself embroiled in the depths of unbeatable game. CGTN Radio invites you to immerse in a world brimming with heroism and follow a young man's odyssey in the audio drama series, The Sword Strider Saga. Now available on radio.cgtn.com and all the major podcast platforms. When courage meets wisdom, the sword scribes an immortal legend. Professor Wang, how do you foresee BRICS supporting economic developments in these countries, considering the differences of these countries? Uh, thank you, uh, thank you, Mr. Bridge. But actually, I like just now Professor Hassan uh, mentioned the award, the money. <laughs> So actually, that's what I mentioned. Uh, the, yeah, yeah, this is my, yeah, I like this, but it's very difficult. Yeah. <laughs> this is why I always say that that's what I mentioned. I actually break uh, this, uh, okay. uh, this new club of the new emerging power. But I, I actually, to my understanding, BRICS uh, is uh, like uh, a new OECD. Uh, yeah, just uh, in the uh, the global south or the developed country, uh, and uh, we also uh, we also know another bank, a new bank, a new investment bank. Actually, we we know this new IB always keep very close to the breakers. So I guess maybe new IB 
and the break is it's uh, sometimes it's, uh, we can say it's more similar to the uh, a small size of IMF. That's not I mentioned, but uh, when I stayed in Egypt, I witnessed the, the, the terrible inflation. I also know at that time the Egypt government had a very, very difficult negotiation with IMF because it's very difficult to get this uh, emergency loan from uh, IMF. So at that time, uh, I always think if at that time, uh, Egypt government can get this emergency loans from a new source, a new source, I guess maybe there is no so terrible inflation in Egypt. Okay. So I guess now new the BRICS and the uh, new investment bank can provide a very, very important source to the in the emergency loan to Egypt and in Ethiopia. I trust but we know Egypt now has a very, very huge infrastructure construction. For example, the new capital program. But actually, four years ago, I uh, I worked in the field of the new capital uh, program. But I know I uh, I witnessed the this this program the very huge and always get the very high speed uh, to the, the, the in construction and Ethiopia. But, uh, uh, but we know Ethiopia has always got very successful in the industrialization. But also in the past four, four years, uh, there is some of the, uh, the, the conflicts in Ethiopia. But they, this country also still keep the uh, not so bad growth rate. So I guess, but uh, apart from the traditional development assistance, this country always need the emergency emergency loan, but uh, it looks it's not so easy to get this emergency loan from the IMF or other international organizations. So I guess the breakers and the new IB maybe they can provide this emergency loan to these uh, new powers to prevent the potential financial crisis. We know Egypt and Ethiopia is, uh, we can say, the big country, especially for this population. If they cannot get the enough supporting, especially in financial situation, so I always worry about it. Uh, they will be, uh, I guess, they will be some of the unsafe and unstable uh, in the whole country. So I guess uh, these two countries uh, join the new breaks. They can very important uh, supporting for their uh, stable uh, in the society. So I guess this is quite different with uh, other countries and with other international organizations. Is my opinion. Thank you. Thank you, Professor. Professor Hassan, in your opinion, what more needs to be done for Egypt to be a significant member of the BRICS? Uh, I think uh, I think my opinion uh, 100%, 100% I am agree Mr. Uh, Professor Wan say Egypt and Ethiopia uh, it is two big countries Africa and I think uh, under the help of China and uh, the uh, BRICS will will uh, help him to solve this uh, financial problem uh, and I think uh, the BRICS uh, for two countries, it's a new hope, a new power to solve the biggest problem. Do you know now Egypt uh, have conversation with, with IMF to get a new, a new money, but uh, maybe the 
it is the, uh, the discussion it's not smoothly but i think the BRICS countries egypt have a good relation with them so i think uh, the BRICS for Ethiopia and uh, Egypt will uh, maybe a good a good chance of a good future uh, to these uh, countries. Um, unfortunately, that's all the time that we have on the program for this discussion on the developments of the BRICS. Professor Wang Duanyong and Professor Hassan Ragab, thank you so much for your insights on this topic. Thank you, Ms. Thank Bridge. You your- thank you, Thank you, Professor Hassan. Uh, Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, please share it with others. Post it on social media or leave a rating and review. Thanks again. See you next time.